contacts. Thank you for contacting Merchant Services. My name is Kyron. It's a pleasure speaking with. My name is Christopher Love. How you doing today, Christopher? Uh, not so good. I got a charge. Um, that looks like is from you guys on my bank account, yet I've never done business with you. Got it. Um, can you tell me, is there a number listed on the descriptor on your bank account? Nope, it just says merch. Um, should be merch yeah, it just says merch settlement. Um, you want um, that number? Is it? Yeah, yes, please. Left fix? Yep. Actually, it's showing that this account is closed. Give me a second so I can figure out what it is. Yeah, because I, I only had it open for a week. And that was with block chip, but it wasn't with you guys. Give me a second so I can just trying to see how much was the uh, was the charge? Two hundred and ninety-five dollars even. Got it. And that's an early termination fee. Give me a moment, but you were only a week, so they should have waived that. Yeah. All right, give me one moment, Christopher. Let me get the agent in line. All right, thank Let me you. Let get these phones and turn back to you. Thanks. Christopher Love, I got a charge on my account um, through you guys for, I guess, um, a payment processor we used for about a week through, uh, was it Blockchip 2021? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so why are they sending me to you? I'm calling EPX. Yeah, so what I'm doing now is uh, following up with EPX to see what they said. Their, their person on the other line just gave me a very fun and detailed, you should have never been charged by us. Uh, you've only, you never processed? Oh, even if the account was open, you know, we should definitely get you these funds back. Uh, let me get the uh, the handler on the line, or what, what did he call him? The uh, because I, I said specifically, I was like, well, I'm trying to get a hold of VPX, the person who charged it. And I'm like, oh, great. That's fantastic. So they just routed directly to you. This yeah, yeah, they're my personal style. So they've been, they've been forwarding everybody to me on my personal style. So they, they're just trying to hit me as hard. John, so I already let the other guy know that I was recording for posterity. I got to let you know, I'm recording. But this is the best content. This is so hilarious. Um... Fuck. The fact that they transferred is a whole other thing because we're making our, our follow-up about like the BBB reviews and all the facts through EPX because like you had mentioned their um, their lawsuits and so we're looking into that man. It is so much deeper than I thought. Um, they are like a live crypto scam. They just every time they can or somebody's like, no, I don't want to do business with a shitty company. They just rug pull, charge all their customers and what sticks to the wall. They they keep. It's crazy. That is not surprising to me. It's why we stopped. We started finding out about this from Black that we stopped doing business with them. That's that's why we pulled the rug and we we decided to go a different route. That's because you know, and, and, and what we try to do as Black we try to cheat our customers, right? Uh, 
honestly, we've never charged an extra hidden fee ever in the history of our blockchain. You know, they, you can ask all those merchants, they've never got a random fee. Most processors do that, they charge random Crazy fees we, we have asked, and you guys are a mile above the rest, is what it's looking like. The uh, I am dumbfounded at the way this just, they literally just sent me directly to you after giving me this whole speech about, oh, you never should have been charged. I'm like, oh, this is going not the way I thought it was going to go. You know, I was like, oh, they, they're going to tell me, oh, I got to deal with Blockchip or whatever. And then they still sent me to you is beyond me. That's crazy. Oh man, that that's that's nuts. You, you know, I, I wish you great luck on your your stage, but it's gonna be hard. Yeah. These guys are hard to take. They have a lot of lawyers behind them. Yeah. Uh, you know that's. You know, we we we're trying our best to just walk away and just get be done with them and not be associated with them ever again. That's what our whole plan is. Yeah. See, that's, that's a, for you guys, I understand, you know, you got bigger and brighter things out there. For us, we got time and we're petty. So, um, we're going to hunt as long as we can and then go from there. But I, hey, man, if they, uh, they forward me again, uh, so sorry. I'm going to make one more attempt at this and see if I can circumvent. Uh, yeah, so I, I recognize your number came up because it's like Christopher Love. So that's why I answered. So if I see it again, we'll just go straight to my voicemail. Perfect. Yeah, that's good. Thanks, bro. Bye. Thanks, man. Bye. That's nuts! That's nuts! That's from Blockchip they just sent me to. Oh! After their little... Allow us to assist you. Go to a different... Oh, yeah, they absolutely. Let me, let me get you your money back. So, and then they just sent me directly to Blockchip. That's so fucking hilarious. Calling again. Your phone calls will be recorded and may be monitored for quality assurance and training purposes. Two-way state. Now I can record because they said that mine were recorded. California. Good afternoon. Providing emergency services. My name is Regina. Who do I have the pleasure of speaking with? Hi, my name my name is Christopher Love. I was just on the phone with somebody about getting um, uh, an issue with funds that you guys had withdrawn from an account that hasn't been doing business with the the merchant for almost two years. Uh, you guys had uh, done a merch settlement for like $295. Um, we were a customer with Blockchip two years ago. And um, so the charge comes directly from you guys. So I'm trying to find out how we can get this resolved because um, I'm not under contract with Blockchip nor with you yet. The, my bank account has been charged. Okay. Can you describe um, the charge from the bank account? What's the description? Uh, merch settle. Yeah, I, I can. Ahead. I can grab that for you. The the last person said he would get me online with the supervisor and then sent me over to Blockchip for some reason. I've already spoken with them, and it's not their charge. It says EPX FE merch settlement. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. That's your account number. Well, part of it, anyway. Just enough for me to be able to pull it up. Okay, give me one moment. Okay. I do show an account, and it's closed. And for security purposes, 
Can you verify the last four of your social security number and date of birth? Thank you. The email address that we have on file, I'm quite sure it's not yours, is at, at blackchip.com. Yeah, because that's who I was in business with originally. Um, and okay. we only ha had a, a one week term with them. I never actually got to uh, continue that because we were using them with another uh, POS system. And so we canceled that within their 30 day cancellation and then uh, sent back the equipment, etc. And so now it's two years later and we got hit with this charge. Blockchip says that they aren't the ones that processed it and they're no longer in business with you guys. So I need to find out because um, the last person said he was going to get me online with a supervisor to get these funds uh, either returned to me or released because I'm not, you know, doing business with you guys. And then they ended up sending me directly to the CEO's cell phone number for some reason, not even two minutes ago for Blockchip. So... Um, I don't know why, but I need to stay in your company at the moment since you are the one who essentially charged me. <laughs> right, that would make sense. Just give me a moment. Okay, so what, um, what is your request? Uh, I'd like the $295 returned to me. Okay, and that would be what has been ours over the last two years, right? No, it was only a single charge. Uh, that was this week. I've never gotten a charge from anyone before since I had canceled within a, a week. I think it was actually five days. Uh, didn't even process any money through the terminal. Um, but I got a charge for $295 on the 21st of November. So let me explain a little bit. I know why they would have sent you over to Black um, just based on what I see is because the 295 is the early termination fee. So that's why they probably sent you over there. Yeah, we charged you that, but it was an early termination fee based on getting the account closed. So I see why they would have sent you over there. Um, so let me just take a look at it. Yeah. So whose account got closed in November? Because my account was closed in 2021. Well, we just closed it in October of 2022. Prior to that, and it's only one, two, three, maybe three, four calls prior to that. And it's all about opening the account there was a, a cancellation request. So let me look into this. Give me one moment. Do you remember who you spoke to prior to me? Um, I can pull it up. Who transferred you to me? You know who that was? No, I, I don't remember the name for offhand. Okay. Not a problem. I was just trying because they, um, it was a, a supervisor transfer, so I just need to know. So it's okay. Not an issue. Give me one moment and I'll be right with you, okay? Okay. Later. Thank you so much, Ian, for your patience. It's just taking me a little longer research, but I'll be right with you, okay? Thank you. 
much, much, much later. Mr. Love? Yeah. Thanks again for holding and your patience. So, I am going to have to unfortunately call you back first thing tomorrow. I need to speak with the person that closed the account in order to get the uh, for the refund to go through. Okay. All right. Because I don't, I, I don't see um, why you reversed that according to the documentation. I, I, and that amount to be approved, I don't have that authority. So I just have to speak to someone first thing tomorrow. All righty. To find out what's going on, okay? My name is Regina. Let me give you, can you write my number down right now? Yeah. Okay. And uh, do you still have access to that email address? Uh, that's not mine. That's Blockchips. And I've already contacted okay, them because they, they were unaware of the charge. So they don't know uh, wh why there's a charge. Well, that's okay. Yeah. I, I just want to um, update it so you can get my communication and any other communication that comes through. Because at this point, it's going directly to them. So you would not even getting it. Okay. Yeah. You, so, but whenever, I want to make sure you get communications. Yeah. Whenever you're ready, I can give you mine. Like I said, I'm just going to call you, but I just wanted to update this information so that you'll get the communication that you spoke to me today and that I'm looking into your refund request. Perfect. Thank you. All right, so that's the call with EPX after their office hours were closed, changed, holiday. I was kind of lazy. It's hump day. So very interesting call with all of the reviews, all of the info. This will be at the start of the video. Our new findings are coming up next. Stay tuned. Listen up, everybody. Welcome back to During Business Hours. Today's a bit of a serious one, but stay with me. Like the video. Share it. You're going to need to listen to this. EPX, the granddaddy of thieves. I think we've, we've stumbled on to a rug pull company that does it repetitively to and their customers. How they do their business. Constantly. This is not slander. This is not liable. This is exactly what we have found to court cases, ratings, Better Business Bureau, and their dealings with companies that we've talk, talked to firsthand. So this is all the facts that we found, correct? Mm -hmm. is, would you consider anything that we're about to say fluffed? Anything is fact as far as we found, and anything we've tried to get clarification or more information on, they have not wanted to comment on, declined to comment on, or... Forwarded us. Forwarded us to... Blockchip. Blockchip. Their personal cell phones. <laughs> If you haven't you'll, seen You'll see a little later in the episode, if not the previous episode. Well, actually, episode. you should have just seen it. So if you didn't know from the previous episode, or the previous clip, I had called EPX. I've already gotten my money back. It's not about that. I'm just petty. Watch out. I wanted to know if I could get my money back from EPX as well, or if EPX is going to play the Boy Scout. Like, oh, we had no idea. This is just a term. Make block chip look bad. If they're going to make Blockchip look bad and try and be the hero, and they're they're only hoping for maybe 5% of people to reach out and say or do something, cool. Like That's a, a business model. Like Let's just charge 100 people and hope that five reach out. That's a business model. It's a real thing. 
People do it all the time. They'll charge credit cards from the internet. Even if you get 80% of people who charge back, that's 20% bonus money you never had. Never would have had. And it's all fine print. We understand that. So recently we had a phone call with John from Blockchip, the CEO. Very enlightening. Last you heard, we had talked with Usman through the DMs and the, the chats and even commented on some of these videos. We appreciate you, Usman. Want to be friends. The idea that Usman and RepairDesk is trying to bottle cap this, like slow the, the flow of information, isn't an idea. It's, it's a fact. They have done that to try and save their relationship with Blockchip. I understand Blockchip is not the original aggressor in this. RepairDesk is doing everything they can in their, in their community to halt the, the bleed or stop the bleed. It still is a bad look. You do you, it's your company. I don't care what you want to do, enjoy. But still, the privacy concerns were my main issue originally. I wanted to know, how is this company charging an account that they had no access to for over two years? Where are they getting the payment authorization from? And Where are they getting the Does the statute info? of limitation even allow that after two years? Like, so we've... We went from blaming Blockchip as being this releaser of information. They were the ones who were entrusted with the contract, the information. We were in contract with them, not EPX, even though EPX, as we now have found, there is a subsection of your contract with Blockchip. A single URL. This single URL leads to another web page. It leads you to your merchant processing agreement. Now, I'm going to save you some bullshit. Go to page four. So page four. It's going to be under 116 term termination. Yeah, second paragraph, line six. It'll tell you that the fee is less than or no more than 295. Read this paragraph. You'll understand why they can do that and how they slipped it in. The concerning part, John gave me all this information, the original contract, even though, you know, terms weren't met, things like that. It's not legal that we were charged this. We found that this merchant agreement was updated the 22nd of November, a day after we were charged, a day after we were charged the 295. Very concerning. Mm -hmm. So we don't have a copy of the merchant agreement the day before, but what we do have is that it was updated 22 November, 2022. So we decided, okay, we've got our money back from Blockchip. Blockchip's been very transparent after a couple of videos and a couple of comments online. We still appreciate it. They've taken their own legal action against um, EPX. Or they're claiming they're, they're going to. Haven't seen anything on that yet. Uh, it went from us talking about everyone getting a class action against Blockchip to now Blockchip trying to recoup their money from EPX, which might be an idea. They may make a profit from that. It'll take a few years. They can be more diligent with it, have lawyers on the side. They hire on a retainer, you know, 60, 70K a year, mm -hmm. just to check up once a week, whatever. Still, if they make more than that on their $150,000 they have put out potential, eh, not a bad deal. You need to know, Blockchip is not the cause of this here. They are still liable that they allowed this to be put into the contracts. This was given to Blockchip from EPX, the payment exchange. Mm -hmm. So John has let me know. They're doing everything they can to settle this with the consumer. So the consumer is whole. 
on the back end, EPX did not return calls, did not contact anyone, didn't even know your fucking name when they charged your information. They had the business name, the title tag of this contract, which is generalization over all block chip information. That's it. So it leads us to today, my, my pettiness. We decided to look a little further into EPX, and here's what we found. If you go to EPX's website, we are proven, we are secure, unified, we are EPX. I call bullshit on all of it. The way it now looks is EPX decided, well, their business is now concluded with Blockchip. All accounts they hold liable are the consumers. Well, apparently, Eric had now found a different BBB page, electronic payment exchange. The one, one that has been abandoned or unregistered to them. This is in Minnesota. Same address. Same address. But this one says is not accredited. Not accredited. Not accredited. A plus rated. Still the same amount of claims, complaints. I don't know how the fuck that happens. The problem that I have with all of this is that... They're parading at being a different company, for one. And now they have a, their other option. That's not my concern. My concern is they didn't return our calls the holiday week. Mm-mm. Didn't return our calls Monday. I called them again today. I was like, okay, let's see if I can get the money. Maybe I'll play stupid, and we'll see. Any see what in they the, do. See what they, they do. Offer. First phone calls you saw in the clip, they offered to give me my money back, and they'll send me to the, the supervisor. They sent me to the CEO personal cell phone number mm-hmm. of another company. He was just like, hello? <laughs> yeah, and he's like, oh, Chris, no, no, this is me. I'm trying to explain. Oh, yeah, here's the thing. He's like, didn't we talk yesterday? You're acting crazy. I'm like, well, shit, I'm sorry, man. I was trying to pretend, be dumb. This, I got to let you know this is recorded for uh, our podcast because I had already been through EPX's little disclaimer and recording. This is recorded for posterity. And in California, it's a two-party state. If one person's recording, both people can record. Mm-hmm. It's always great when they say, I don't want to be recorded. Well, then you shouldn't work there. Yeah. So sorry. If you're going to work for a company that records people, you can be recorded. It's kind of an automatic at that point. It is. It, it, it's bittersweet. So I got a hold of the first guy. He's the one who threw me to block chip. I got a hold of Jacqueline at EPX. Jacqueline's been fantastic. Now, it seemed like she knew a little bit more. About she knew a little bit on. more. She ran me around for 20 minutes. You'll see in that clip. Um, if you haven't seen already, it was hilarious and did not result in a no or a yes, but a potential my money back tomorrow. I don't know. I need to talk to who handles these accounts. Exactly. Tomorrow. Because, on their side, they have way more information than Blockchip has. They have everything. And then you give them the, the number on the charge. Here's the account. Here's why it was charged. Oh, it looks like you were already terminated before that. You shouldn't yeah, have been charged. Yeah, she managed to pull up off of that that your account has been closed the entire time. Apparently. Yeah. It's nuts that they have all that information. But if you look into all of the claims, and in Michigan alone, the lawsuits, they do this to people. Often, whether they wait out your term or not let you return your hardware, there is a $1,000 charge for this, a $2,000 charge for that. They're going to stick you with as many fees to make you unhappy and see if you sue them. Some people just wait until it hits their credit, 
and then they charge it off. Well, at a certain point, how many people just give up? Here's your 750 bucks. Leave me alone. I don't want to deal with this anymore. From their complaints alone, they have profited over 250000 in 12 months. If those numbers are accurate, which it, well, they, yeah. won't, they won't From the claims, they yeah. won't tell us. Oh, God. At, at EPX, if you ever see this, give, give us a call. call. It's one of those things. John, Blockchip, I appreciate you guys being so transparent. I'm going to link all this information down below so anyone who can see if you don't want to reach out. EPX is a fraudulent company. They're running on fraud. Even the people that I called today, one good, one absolutely fraudulent uh, worker. Either he looked at a note or something that said, hey. They could have given him the wrong info. He may have been like, who do we do this to? And someone's like, yeah, just call this guy. Yeah, I don't. He forwarded it to where it was my number. Uh My number showed up on Blockchip's personal cell phone, on John's personal cell phone. He has me saved. So it showed up with my caller ID, my contact. Here we go. And he's like, oh, hey, Chris. So I was thrown off. He was thrown off. I didn't even recognize his voice. I've talked to him twice. It's one of those things where it's like, how did they know to do that? At first, I thought, okay, maybe they're playing a game and they know that I'm calling because this has been resolved in some way. Maybe they follow us on social media. Uh, Or... They are just ignorant to the fact that they have done this and nobody's calling them out yet on it. And I know Blockchip says that they're handling it with legal. And I wonder if EPX is so aware of all these problems. The reason they time, date, they did it, holiday week, all the closures, is that they knew a majority of you guys wouldn't give a shit. They absolutely not give a shit. So they knew absolutely a majority of you wouldn't give a shit. And in my eyes, I think that if any of you are still processing with any EPX, if any person is seeing this in the history of, of processing here, you own a store, you're a business owner, whatever. If any of your processors deal with EPX, pull the plug or force them to change North American band card, EPX electronic payment exchange. Those are the fucking run. So closely related companies that they're the exact same one. Uh, well, they're defrauding customers with the idea that they're accredited, even though they're not accredited, but they're doing business as another company who's accredited for 37 years. All right, cut the bullshit. Give people their money back or go bankrupt. I don't care. All three service us. If they could find a new option that lets them not die and still gives everyone their money back. I think absolutely. After 37 years in business, if you've been doing this for over a year and a half and there's not one positive... Oh, sorry, there was one who was like, I love working here. I wish I could give zero stars. Yeah, it's five they, stars. They, they get a bonus. <laughs> Dude, yeah. It was, uh, read the reviews. If you don't read the reviews of the company you're working with, that's a whole separate thing. Personally, I'm not big on the review side versus the find out, you know, uh, go in, find out on your own. See, there's a difference. Some people don't like that we're abrasive. We're abrasive to a degree. We can pick our customers, cherry pick if we want. We can comfortably say that we offer a service most don't, and we take pride in it. But the customers who do come through bring brownies. They they come back for chit-chats. They feel comfortable here. I don't think one single EPX customer ever wants to do business with EPX after having done business with EPX or even cares to call EPX because they make it difficult. 
The only updates on this is if EPX somehow give me, gives me my money back. You'll see it in the community tab. You'll see it online. Um, if that's the case and EPX gives me the extra two ninety five, then I'll donate what Blockchip has uh, given me, and we'll, we'll make a fun video of it. You know, give back, pick a, a poor relative or a homeless person, somebody who's in, in real need of it. Mm-hmm. But man, it is beyond me that a company can operate out in the the wide bright day like this with no repercussions the only next step is to drop tips in the hotlines the the banking systems and the the whistleblower systems as like hey look at this look at this company somebody shine a light on this there's fraud here and if you know anybody at these companies say hey let them know what they're doing is wrong. Because EPX, I'm telling you, there's not one good thing online. Even their social medias have been dead since 2018. One of them's got to hop on and talk to us before, like we're saying, a whistleblower gets in and blows it wide open. No, I'm saying that you can go and put in your tips. It's not going to cause any harm if there's nothing to find. So there's whistleblower hotlines. Mm-hmm. You can go to the IRS, Say, hey, I think they're doing bad business or they're not paying their taxes, whatever. And the IRS will give you a cut. That's why it's called the whistleblowers. People make a living off of that. The idea that people are going to continually do this type of work with no repercussion, there's a million ways to skin that cat. Somebody, enough of us put in a complaint on EPX in different avenues, whether it's the the government, local, state, federal, the hotlines, the tip lines, the whistleblower programs, anywhere. Eventually someone will have to address it. Exactly. That's the idea. So brass tacks, block chip, still, you know, bad thing. Got into a, a contract that when you tried to get out of, cost your customers their privacy, bit of money. They're putting their cash where their mouth is, you know. Good for them. We appreciate it. EPX has yet to respond. What they have done is given us a little bit of bullshit over the phone, mm-hmm. tried to give us the runaround and f- send us to a personal cell phone of their competitor or business associate that they're no longer in business with. Whatever that relationship Causing is. dismay, confusion, great. But, which is so beneath any other company. Like that. That's, imagine me saying, let me send you to Steve. Well, it's a it's a, also a privacy violation. You're not supposed to give out a CEO's private phone number. Yeah, or uh, your customer's information to a third party. Yeah. So I, I'd love for that instance to be what gets them or something. Like, not the customers, not the fraud, not the charges, not the runarounds. It's the fact that they, if they've done it for you, they've done it for someone else. That they're giving out uh, a different company's person's information and not, you know their actual company's helpline, their uh, customer retention desk, their if, a- if, anything, anything. If any of you were a part of this, and we already know personally over 24 people had reached out to us via the videos, the information online, the posts, the group. We appreciate you. We hope everything is resolved. I know of a few who still haven't gotten their refunds yet. They're keeping me informed. We really hope that that, uh, that goes through quickly for you. Now, if you are owed money, you can always reach out to us. We'll respond. We're real people. It's fine. But I feel like more people should harass EPX. If we give 
the same energy we gave on Facebook to block chip and repair desk to EPS EPX's phone. If they get enough attention and pressure, they have to handle it to, if, if they get enough complaints about this to impact the day to day business and push everything around, they have to handle it mm-hmm. or cause they asked ruined. what the person was that transferred the first, uh, Miss Jacqueline asked who transferred me. And I said, I don't have the name offhand, but I can look at the video. And it was funny enough that that means that she would have to have intimate knowledge of who's there. And they may just be one department of people that handle the customer service. Mm -hmm. So I say, if we coordinate, you know, let's ask our questions at the same time, say 10 a.m. Eastern. I wonder what they would do. 20, 30 people called at the same time. I'm here for the same issue as everyone else. Yeah. I wonder if we're all put on hold or if we're all forwarded to block chip. That's the idea. Because we know that block chip can do nothing else from this point. They want to cut ties. They want to move on. I get it. John has asked that I don't uh, share the part of the phone call that got transferred to him, even though California is a little iffy about that because technically I declared it and I'm not the one who transferred the call. They are, so it's their responsibility. Mm-hmm. I will distort his voice, distort what he says for the clip. But it is funnier to me that they had access to doing that and access to all the information of the charge, when, where, why, and still tried to push it off on Blockchip. So I'm wondering, why is it that Jacqueline is capable of doing more for the customer in the same department than that guy who's like, no, I'm good. Maybe he was just having a shitty hump day. It is hump day. But that's where we're at at this. The money has been transacted, recouped, redone. The only updates, like I said, will be in that community tab. And uh, we appreciate you viewing, listening, subscribing, hit the share button. The more people that are aware of this, this actual potential, I would definitely say if just on the BBB reviews alone, if they did this once a month, that's still a million and a half a year, two million a year. It is big money. It's a lot of money. You can run a whole company off that and pocket a bunch yourself. Just on the bait and switch of getting those customers, hey, we're in exchange, and then do no work for the, the processor. Processor cancels. We take $300 from every client. There's thousands of companies out there that'll do that. But we've just miraculously found the one that did it. We're part of it. Yeah. We got affected. I'm, I'm going to keep talking about it, especially... It's, it's new. It's, it is a part of business. People are going to try and take your money. They're going to try and steal from you in some way or shape, form or another. And it's just one of those things you got to learn from, but we're petty. I don't know. I like stirring the shit. I found someone with too much free time on their hands. I like passion projects. EPX is just my newest one. So. Until we get somebody on the line that can hold accountability for this, I want to know who's the guy who threw the switch. Who is the one who, who said, who's there, there's you know someone what to we blame. could do? You know what we should do? Who was at the board meeting or the, the investors meeting saying, this is a big great idea. We're going to take the money. We're going to edit our agreement. And we're just going to leave. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be so great. You never see it coming. They call us over the holiday. <laughs> 
Holiday. It's the holidays. We're busy with our families. Exactly. Leave us alone. In Aspen. In yeah. Aspen. In Aspen, Milan, Cal- baby. Yeah. In Milan. Yeah, Fashion Week. These people are making money. And I mean, like, it makes me want to start a, a processing company. If we can do this. We should do this. <laughs> I've started businesses for less. If you know the story, you know. But I'm just saying... $295. I wonder if Blockchip didn't give me my money back. Where I'd be today. I'd probably be running a million dollar um, processing company. Just screaming at the top of the world like, nope, don't do business here. Do business there. Nope, do business here. That's how it starts. People get angry, then they do it better. Yeah. Now I understand John and his company's message is like, hey, we got angry at other people, so we decided to do it better. Great. He's doing it better. This is one of those road, his uh, speed bumps, as he was saying. A hiccup this in the road. Is a, it's a big fucking speed bump. It's the, you die the hero or you live long enough to become the villain. I love a good villain story. We'll keep you informed. Uh, spam EPX. I'm just saying. Spam it in the comments. Spam it everywhere. EPX needs to be held accountable for some of the shitty things. If not for just the 500 of us. The 10,000 of us that they've done it to. Countless people have been hurt by them over the years. Hundreds of people. And that's only over the last two years that they can report. I would estimate probably 5,000 complaints in the last 10 years. Easily. 37 years in business. They're already defrauding you on their website and their look, their feel, their statements online. It's not a good company to do business with. And there should be no like standard that says you have to do business with them because they are providing a service to another company that you're doing business with. Cut it all out. I use Square. Square is expensive, but convenient. The convenience outweighs the expense. All the people who bitch about that 0.01% aren't making enough to write it off. And it's sad. It's such a minuscule charge. If you, you wouldn't be looking at it so much if you were making decent money. Now, when I was making $200 a day, I was like, oh, great, $200 a day, that's $70, $80 profit. Never thought when I started this company that that would be an idea, like, oh, let me count the profit daily. I just spent what I needed, did what I needed to do, kept track of the books. Great. I bitched about the percentage every six months. I was like, man, I'm really eating, like, what is that, $400 extra compared to, like, switching to somebody? And then I realized, I was like, but I only bitch about it once every six months, and then it was like once every year, and then it was once every two. Now I don't bitch about it at all because it's minuscule in the pond. It works its way out. So there's other options out there compared to EPX, what is it, North American Band Card. There's, I know, West American. There's a couple other processors come to mind. But there's so many different card processors. So many. Over a thousand, isn't there? Leaders, flagships, profile merchants, Stripe, Stack, Chase, PayArk, Wells Fargo, credit card, payment credit card, Square, you got PayPal, Leaders, Merchant Services, American Merchant Services. Uh, Jesus, that's just a few. If at all you are dealing with EPX, run. Melio Payments. Uh, let's where does EPX rank? Halcyon is the best overall. Then you got PayPal, National Processing, Square, Stripe, Stacks, Payment Cloud. Those are the top ten. 
But yeah, that's just to name a few. The website said there's at least a thousand credit card processors. And, yeah, and keep your eyes out for the lawsuits options. because I'm I'm telling you, this company is going to be under so many lawsuits, and you are going to be affected by it. You could jump into any one of the class actions. I'm sure they got going one or two against them because if you read the BBB, you'll understand why. Just the BBB alone. And, like, I know there are people that are way too pissed off to even care about the BBB, so set aside that that's only a small portion of their customer base that are angry. 5% of the angry, which is, what, 5% of the total on a bad day or on a good day, on a bad day, probably 30% of their customers are angry or higher. I understand it's a cutthroat uh, environment, but, boy, it is just cut and dry, the difference between somebody like Blockchip, Square, PayPal, and EPX. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at. All right. Well, thank you to Blockchip for cooperating in our investigation. Thanks to Usman. See you later. And then like the video, comment, share, do whatever you got to do, and we'll see you next time. Any updates will be in the community tab. Peace.